0: The Paul Schaefer to my David Letterman idolatry. Fish B over there on the base. Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the Fishbowl. I'm only Bob. Chapter 560, Monday through Thursday, 15 minutes or less. Otherwise, your pizza's free. So, Brittany Griner pled guilty to her marijuana charges in Russia today which I guess is a good thing, they say, because it'll speed up the process. There's a whole bunch of other details that I really don't want to get into here. I will say this. She was detained just days before Russia officially invaded Ukraine. And I think we all remember about that time it was happening, like weeks before, the Biden administration was basically giving daily press conferences saying Russia's going to do this, and then they'll do that, and they'll do that. And Russia did a lot of those things. So I'm not putting this on Brittany Griner. But if Brittany Griner's agent didn't consult with the State Department before getting Brittany Griner on a plane to Russia... Regardless of whether it's true that she packed in a hurry or whatever, if her agent didn't check in with the State Department, her agent should be fired. And absolutely, the U.S. government should be doing everything in their power to get her back. Absolutely. But an agent might need to be fired. On the subject of marijuana. And I am not a marijuana advocate per se. In the same way I'm not an alcohol advocate or a nicotine advocate or whatever drug advocate. I think it's fine, but what do I know? I think most psychiatrists will tell you, neurologists will tell you, that psychiatry in general is kind of a low-information area of medicine. And marijuana research is an especially low-information area of medicine. So I was stunned a couple of days ago when I turned on Fox News and Laura Ingram I'm watching this first segment about the 4th of July massacre in Highland, Illinois. And I'm like, holy fucking fuck nuts. She's trying to pin this thing not on video games or, you know, no Bibles in elementary school. No, no. This time, she was blaming it on the weed. Laura Ingram said that regular pot users... A significant percentage of them, and significant, by the way, is a totally subjective term that has no place in science, but significant, according to Laura Ingram, number of regular pot users suffer psychosis and, quote, other violent personality changes. And everyone knows someone who smokes weed. Seen a lot of psychosis and other violent personality changes to the point that one day they're about to go on their Mormon mission and the next day they're shooting up a parade. Not to make light of the tragic events, but that's just how absurd this is. And if I made a point of rebuffing every absurd thing I heard on Fox News, that's all this show would be and I don't want the show to be that. That's really boring. But I think this particular segment was so egregious, I am compelled by the podcast gods. I'm compelled. When I hear something like regular pot users leads to psychosis. Psychosis, by the way, the definition of. I wanted to make sure I had it right. Disconnection from reality. And other violent personality changes. And then she cited some study and had on some expert Forget proving any kind of causation. They didn't even prove any correlation. Because I'm guessing, other than, you know, you know the, uh, <laughs> the way she tried to correlate the shooters is she, uh, she put up the horribly frightening mugshots of uh, the Uvalde shooter and the Highland Park shooter. Just look at those eyes. Well, yeah, their eyes are fucking crazy. They're fucking mentally ill. They're mentally ill before the weed got there. And you could find similar numbers if you looked at, you know, I'm pretty sure. They're doing the weed, the drinking. What about the effects of vaping nicotine causing psychosis? What if Red Bull and Monster Energy are causing violent personality changes and a disconnection from reality? Because I've been dealing with mental health shit for a long time and had the pleasure of being in hospitals where a lot of other people were too. There's a genetic disposition. That's part of it. If the genetic framework for mental illness is already there. And then there's usually multiple events of profound trauma. And then at some point something comes along and the brain just pops. Not always, not to overgeneralize, but that's a common trajectory. Furthermore, most mental illness manifests in late teen years or early adult life. What do all the mass shooters have in common? Late teen years, early adult life. What else is going on? When that mental illness is manifesting in the late teen years and early adult life, the peak of hormones, the peak of adolescent angst, the peak of adolescent resentment. So, if you want to throw drugs into the mix, throw drugs into the mix. But then the mental health, the trauma, the age, Because at this precise moment, late teen, early adult, when mental illness is manifesting itself in its most severe time in someone's life, typically, that's when we give them the green light to go and get a fucking assault rifle. Think about that. At the precise wrong time. We want to give a troubled young man an assault rifle. is the exact precise time we're giving them assault rifles. Until we start dealing with that, until we can have a difficult conversation about that and the Second Amendment... I don't think any of us think the uh, Highland Park incident was the uh, last of these American tragedies, sadly. Sometimes long pauses are, Appropriate, I, I, I feel like I've contributed what I want to contribute. I'm just triple checking, you know. Because today in real life in real time it's Thursday, and this podcast is Monday through Thursday, because Friday is the weekend. Learn it, live it, love it. Oh, one addendum. I believe a couple shows ago we were talking about the 4th of July massacre and at some point my brain stumbled to a place where I was suggesting that, that once you get on any kind of law enforcement mental health radar, then, you know, to get a weapon of mass destruction that someone needs to sign off on it, whether that be a psychiatrist, a judge, a parent, primary care physician. But when I said that, I didn't realize, and I, I, I do my damnedest to provide factual information, that the gun laws in Illinois, which of course is a liberal state, are, are real quirky and very greatly based on city and county and where you are in the state. But where this dude was... To get a assault rifle before the age of of 21, I I guess his his dad signed off so he could get this thing like three years ago after he turned 18. He could get assault rifles. So someone did sign off. A lot of people are blaming the dad, blaming the parents. Okay, I don't want to. I don't want to go there with this show. But there was three years in between when he got the guns to the massacre. Or, you know, close to that number. I wouldn't put that in your calendar. All right, so... Uh, let's cut it there today. Can I tell you something I'm thinking about for next week real quick? Obviously, the overturnment, if that's a word, of Roe v. Wade is, is a big fucking deal. And there's those six weeks' heartbeat bill, which seem, yeah, that's too soon. But is in terms of the democratic position, is fifteen weeks reasonable? There's a whole lot of caveats there. There's a whole lot of medical carve-outs and Things I think every woman, should have, woman should, have, should have access to free of charge. And in privacy. But if we check a bunch of boxes before we get there. For the Democratic Party and for the country is 15 weeks, which is just a little bit over the first trimester, is, is 15 weeks reasonable. One day next week, we'll take a deep dive on that. Have the best weekend ever. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. Till next time, say adios, Fishby.